right. Welcome back to another episode of Day Digital. Um, today is a special episode for many reasons. Um, one of the big reasons is because we have good friend and remote guest, Kiana. What's up? Yeah, so... Um, and it's Casey's birthday. Can't yes. That. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is uh, the Dirty 30. And it's an interesting one just because, you know, you never you never know what to do when you have like a... Um, so I know like people have like their big dates, right? In terms of like their birthdays. It's like uh, 16, 18, 21, some people 25. Um, so I went from 21, 25, 21 was like the last significant date. And then it was like 30, I think from here on out, it's going to be the decades. Um, right. <laughs> every like, yeah. So 30 was like something I looked at significant. I don't like talking about my birthday. I don't really celebrate it, but I was like, you know, 30 is something a little different. Uh, and then you just didn't know that it's going to be a pandemic on the <laughs> year of your birthday. <laughs> And everything's closed and, you know, like you'd, you'd hope to have been on vacation or, you know, back home with friends. But, um, but you know, Jesse and I got to celebrate and, and do something cool still. But, you know, it's just, uh, it's interesting. <laughs> you know, I, I, I uh, in the ideal, ideal situation, it would kind of be, I would have wanted to do like a kickback uh with you guys you know same thing kind of like we <laughs> did for manny um on his 30th just you know just to get everyone and just kind of just chill that's my ideal at least mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i can't complain jesse's did a little surprise for me in the morning with the some balloons i don't think i, I don't think i showed any much people so i don't think i showed you i'll send you a picture later <laughs> but, right. but she had like the the three zero <laughs> that 30 <laughs> balloon the big one yeah <laughs> I felt like a basic white bitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, Did you have the arch too? The arch? No, no, not, no. not that. Not that. Not that. Um, but yeah, that's that's what. Then we went to Seattle, of course, and then went to eat because that's what I wanted to do. And um, I would just wanted to record this episode just because it's um, kind of like a journal, right? It's kind of just like fun. And then I was like. Uh, obviously, I wanted Jesse to be here, but also I was like thinking, like, who else would be, what I kind of want um, to be here? And then obviously, Kiana, I was like, I want Kiana to uh, to be part of this episode. So I don't know why. Just, just what it felt like. It just felt felt like the right moment. Um, and I'm just grateful that you were free. <laughs> I literally just texted Kiana. I was like, "Hey, uh, you free to Happy. record?" And like, right now, I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, yeah, I'm free. Well, I was like, "That's dope." On a, during a pandemic, right? <laughs> well, I appreciate I appreciate you being so willing and available. Um, but yeah, I guess there's no there's no real like kind of talking format. Because uh, it's kind of weird just to be like, all right, I'm going to ask myself a question now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but again, like I, I want to talk about just uh, the 
you know, kind of surrounding, it is my birthday. I just turned 30 today. Um, but kind of just looking back at your relationship. So I think that's like the theme and I wanted to like get Jesse's input and your input in terms of your own experiences, in terms of just other things that you've, you've had, um, kind of just make it a full, fuller episode kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk? Me? Oh, there you go. Okay. No, I just wasn't sure if it was working. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the concept. Just, just, uh, kind of shooting the shit a little bit, you know, right. 30, 30, 40 <laughs> odd minutes. Um, what, uh, I mean, I saw your Instagram post, but do you have any general advice? Being, I don't know, being 30 and <laughs> grown. Oh, man. Um, Has a lot changed in the past, like, I don't know, two years compared to five, compared to the last ten? That's actually a good question. I never I never thought of, like, even breaking it down like that. I was thinking of just, like, the whole decade breaking that down. Mm-hmm. Um, man, sorry, Kiana. I hear you. It's like some weird thing. Yeah, you get it? yeah, I don't know what that is. Is that me? No, it's not you. It's for sure on our end. Hmm. Huh. Is it off? Oh, no, it's not you. It's not you. It's definitely us. It is definitely us. It could be anything. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. <sighs> I think um. You know, if we're gonna break it like that, I think it's a lot more digestible. And I think, like, just looking at my life, there's just so many changes that have happened. Like, one, I never thought I'd be in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a huge life change for anybody just to move out of like their their family's house i think for asians especially um i don't know how native american communities are i assume that a lot of the times that you guys just stay in the reservations yeah all right so it's probably the same then yeah um i think same for like filipino families and i don't know if it's like same for uh people in hawaii in general um as for like staying home wise i think it just depends on the parents like, my parents wanted me to, or knew that I wanted to, like, get off the island and stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, if, if like, what's, what's the rate of people leaving, um, staying on Hawaii, but, but leaving their parents' house? Is that a pretty high? Staying in Hawaii, but actually moving out of their parents' house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, very low, like. A lot of my friends are still living at home, mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. they have like a significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, but like to actually choose to live alone, a lot, a lot of people just wait it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it sounds like all of our cultures are, are essentially uh, kind of the same, but different. But your situation was different because you, uh, your parents knew that you wanted to leave, and yeah. then you ended up leaving for hell long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When did you leave? What year did you leave? 
2010 because you started undergrad here um mm-hmm. damn you've been gone for a decade yeah that's kind of crazy and now you're oh, in a wow. different state <laughs> but you're happier there's a glow kiana are talking about like just her um joy she said that she looked at some old photos and she didn't she didn't look joyful oh and she just looks it's like joyful. crazy it's cr- yeah it's, it's just weird to me you look very i don't you always look joyful when i see you but i i haven't known oh. you that long <laughs> but you do you look you look very happy all the facetimes you look it's it's a different happy Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> also, a lot of times that we hang out with Kiana is around like all our friends. So I guess that's fair. It's a that's different. True. So it's hard to like. So, yeah, for you to look at your photos and stuff like that, that's. Um, mm. And for you to like notice that, that's that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Just even that timeline. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess like some, a lot of our cultures are, are a lot are pretty much the same. Uh, I think like generalized culture wise. Right. Because right. uh, I think same thing in the Bay Area, a lot of Asian people stay at the parents' house, and then if they were to leave, it'd be for a significant other, um, or they'd stay like very close by, um, right. or something like that. You know, so close to I the family. Don't think, I don't think that anybody can afford it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Unless you get some crazy. crazy ass tech job that's the only way you can afford it um but yeah so i i i uh i i think uh having all said all that just leaving for oregon two years ago i think that was already such a big uh move and and then being with jesse you know like a more serious relationship i didn't i didn't think of of being in a serious relationship, um, like I am with Jesse, mm. like I, I I figured I'd, I'd get into one that's eventually in uh, Oregon, but um, I didn't know how soon. I didn't know it'd be a Native American uh, woman, <laughs> not an Asian woman like I was used to. Uh, but you know, I think if I if I could like change that aspect in the last 10 years i think i would have left a lot earlier like i think i would have told myself to just like leave earlier because you know like i have like friends right off the bat from high school obviously like they got into good schools to get ucla or like ucsd Mm -hmm. um shout out to the padres um (laughs) i was a padres that's that's the side right yep uh yeah, like a lot of friends go to UCSD or LA or like some went to um, University of Washington or uh, even the East Coast. Um, and so I didn't have that opportunity because I didn't I didn't really try in high school. Like I didn't even take the SATs. So I knew I was like, I'm gonna go to community college in San Francisco and all that. Mm-hmm. And I eventually dropped out. Mm-hmm. And then that just made me like really lost. And so, if, you know, again just taking the example of just these last two years i would have tried uh i would have told myself to like leave a lot earlier kind of like what you did like i i that been so dope to just mm-hmm. pick up and go like for you kiana like for you to do that and then for jesse too because she left the reservation for undergrad and then never went back yeah. um like for for you guys what was that experience like of just like leaving and then did you feel like you guys were ready to leave when you, when you actually started off? 
Jesse can take it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I always knew that I was going to leave for undergrad. I never wanted to go to school in state because we only had the option to choose between three colleges. It was a private undergrad, uh, private Christian undergrad, which I was like, I'm never going to private school and I'm never doing this Christian stuff. So that was very different for me. Um, actually ending up at George Fox. Um, and then it was two other universities, or I guess three technically, all in cities that I never wanted to go to, like, live in. So I was like, okay, so staying in state isn't for me. Um, so I was actually looking in, like, Oregon and Washington mostly so I could be closer to home. Um, and then I ended up in a really, really rural white farm area in the middle of Colorado. <laughs> Um, so I don't, that was kind of hard. That was actually really hard. I cried every day for the first week I was in Colorado. It was so bad. I was like, I'm never going to make any friends. Like I can't do this. Like I had a boyfriend at the time and I was, um, I was actually really excited to not be around him. So I think that was, that was really good for me. Um, but yeah, I just, I was terrified. I was like, I don't know anything about the city. I don't know much about, like, pop culture. I don't know, like, really anything about the world aside from the bad side of it, of what I got to experience growing up. So I don't know if I was, like, ready, but I knew if I didn't do it right out of high school, then I would have just never left. And then I would have just lived with my mom forever, and my family would have hated me for that. I forgot what the question did I answer that question? Yeah, but are you happy? Are you happy you made that decision? That I happy that I left? Yeah. I'm very happy that I left because oh. I could have ended up down a very um dark and scary path if I didn't leave. How many people actually leave your reservation and go to undergrad? Ooh. A lot of people leave. A lot of people come home before Thanksgiving break. But I mean, um, like leave, like, you know, permanently living somewhere else. Ooh. Not not to go home for like Christmas stuff for like holidays, but like <clears throat> like for you, you haven't gone back yet. No, that's different for me. Yeah. So how many people do what you you kind of like your situation where you just don't go back? I don't know, like less than ten percent. Oh wow! Barely. Less than ten percent of the high school even graduates. Like it's re- it's it's re- it's it's bad. Um. Because a lot of things just aren't prioritized or, um, I don't know, talked about or supported. So a lot of people didn't have, like, what I had growing up, even though my situation wasn't the best. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. Less than 10%. Might be higher now, but it was pretty low when I was in high school. Well, how about you, Kiana? Like, for your experience, um, when, you left, when you left in 2010, did you feel like you were... Like, what was the kind of, like, the conversations or feeling around that time? And, like, did you feel, uh, did you feel like it was the right time? Like, looking back, right, uh, retrospectively, mm-hmm. did you feel like that time when you left was the right time? Um, do you think it was the right choice? How, you know, just kind of looking at that, that moment, just leaving. Right. What, yeah. what was the thoughts? Um, well, I, I, I always knew growing up that I wanted to leave the island because my dad is originally from San Diego and so we would always visit all the time and that's where I wanted to end up 
going to college eventually or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I would apply away for school. Um, I think I only applied back home as like a safe net just in case I didn't get in anywhere. But mm-hmm. eventually got into all these schools. Didn't get into any of the Cali schools. So I had to take like next best batch, which was as uh, Oregon and then I chose Pacific because of all the Hawaii people mainly mm-hmm. um, and I knew that I would be comfortable away from home if there would be other like Hawaii kids around me as yeah, well for so. sure. mm-hmm. at the time heck yeah I'm glad that I left and I mean it's college like it kind of forces you to grow up mm-hmm. and so like every year coming back for like uh, Christmas or summer like I found myself changing in ways and like mm. my, my friends would Mm-hmm. point yes. it out and it's like no I'm still the same person but it's like little things that that changes yeah. and it's like you can just grow up yes. yeah so I'm Did very you... glad that I st- or left and haven't gone back yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, did you um like even even in those moments when you when you said that you're still the same person like did you did you really believe that I think, um, like, morals and roots-wise, same person. Mm-hmm. But I guess the way that – where am I even going with this? Sorry, I'm kind of – mumbling and anyway. That's all right. We took a shot, so yeah. you're, not, you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. <laughs> Um, what was the question again? Shit, I forgot. Just like kind of looking back retrospectively, like oh, how, you feel like how did I know, or how did I know I changed or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a question. Yeah, <laughs> it's lit. I'm lit too. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! We're all lit. Um, yeah, like when when someone when you felt like that when people said they noticed some changes of you and you're like I still feel like the same person. Like, did you really feel? Did you really believe that, that you were the same person? I think, yeah, okay. Morals, roots, stuff like that, I think same person. But as for, like, how I would perceive myself or how I would perceive people from Hawaii has changed. Mm. Mm, okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Name, because name, now, name one thing. What's a, um, <laughs> What's something that changed for you perception-wise? How I guess when okay, so I grew up talking pigeon, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like that was just so normal. And I get to Oregon and everyone's talking proper English, and it's like, okay, wait, I can't, I have to like pronounce things differently now. I have to like carry myself a lot differently mm. just because I feel like if I didn't, then they wouldn't take me seriously. Yeah. And so every time I go home now, they're like, "Oh, you're more, you act more howly and say stuff like that." Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I got that too when I when I would come home. They called you but howly. Like, well, not howly, but howly. Howly. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but if I'm around, I'm like other Hawaii people. Obviously, the the, uh, the pigeon comes out or like all the slang and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. I get that. So yeah, I guess even for from from 
that perspective of leaving, right? And you guys haven't gone back yet. I haven't gone back yet, but I've been I've been gone way less than than you two. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you guys will ever go back home, like move back? Mm, unless I raise a family or retire. Mm. I don't. I can't. I can't afford it. Like I want to move back on my own terms. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Probably mostly retire, because there's not a lot of like opportunities there. So if I do have kids, I don't. I would want them to grow up around their culture. So I'd probably just it would be like a summer thing. Like we'd only be there for like summers. But um, in terms of like sports and like academic stuff, I think it would probably be better if I stayed in the lower forty eights. Yeah. What if you get married, huh? Was your, uh, you just going to retire by yourself? No, they'll come with me. <laughs> who's, who's, who's they? I don't know. You're going to force your family to live in the organization? Yeah, I will. All right, that's fine. Well, kind of talking about, like, uh, family and stuff, um, I guess retrospectively, fuck, dude, 10 years ago when I was 20... Uh, like I I just turned twenty, so for the most of the year in twenty ten, I was nineteen. Um, mm-hmm. Jesse was fucking fourteen. Oh, yeah. so Let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about ten years ago, <laughs> just looking at how things change and develop. <laughs> that's where she plays music sometimes. And I'm just like, and we talk about this, we laugh about this, we're like eating them, uh, Nika and Manny. Like sometimes she plays music, I'm like, what the fuck? Is <laughs> she's like, she's like, damn, this is my jam in like high school or no, what do you say? You're like, this is my jam in elementary school or something like something like that. I'm like, God <laughs> damn. <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, God damn. Yeah. I'm still good though. Oh my god. And it's not even, it's like just six years difference, but it's still like. It's like, okay, you know. Do you, think, do you think she's a, she's Gen Z or millennial? Gen Z. That's what, what? I said. Let's go. Uh-huh. You're TikTok generation. Yo, you're, oh, you're not yeah. the TikTok generation though. No. You're Gen Z. Uh, TikTok is before Gen Z people, I believe, is what they claim. I Googled it, and it said, if you're born in 96, that means you're a millennial. And it it said that anyone born in 97 and after that is a a Gen Z. I don't believe that. Mm -mm. I swear, I Googled it. I live with two 25-year-olds and a 22-year-old, and there are so many things... And I'm only three years older than the two. And there's so many things that they don't know Wait. that I grew up with. And that's only a three-year difference. Are you 27? What did I say? 28. No. Did you say you saw Kiana? <laughs> I just told wrong? her her age was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. I yeah. thought you were... What do you think I was? I thought you were 25 or 26. I thought you were like Casey's age. Mm-mm. How is it? How'd you think she was 25, 26 
and that she was Casey's age. Is but Casey she's not twenty? Oh, Casey, Casey Lopez, not me. Not I was yet. like, no. how did she say? <laughs> no, because <laughs> Casey and Lupe are only two years. No, older Lupe is the youngest. Then Casey, then Kiana, mm-hmm. then Ian, then me, Manny, and then Mika. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You just you look. I, I don't got know. That baby face. Okay, you can say it. They're not a, like a baby face. Like it's not the Filipino. That, not that <laughs> like Filipino on you. Twenty eight year olds look old, but like you just I don't know. Well look at You're look at Nat. A very young, young, sophisticated person. How do you think Nat is if you didn't know? I didn't thought know Nat age? was twenty six. No, Nat I thought not. Nat was like thirty one or two. Oh, you thought thirty when you saw Nat? Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think for Asians, it's easier to tell. I definitely thought Nat was older um, than like a white student looking at Nat and being like, "Are you? Mm. Are you nineteen? <laughs> are you twenty? How are you in grad school? Is it because you're Asian? Did you beat? <laughs> did you beat oh the other God. people? Did you beat the other people in our cohort?" Casey, I thought you were twenty six for two thought. years. Oh, that's yeah. true. The way Nat talks is very uh, adult. Nat, if you ever hear this, you sound. <laughs> now you wouldn't, you know, you would go back to Hawaii, Nat, and be called a Howley. That's that's how <laughs> <laughs> that's how you talk. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, but yeah, just I just going back to uh, the general question um, about. Uh, what would I tell myself in the last ten years? I think I think the biggest thing is just uh, as I look back, like when I was writing what I wrote last night, kind of just reflecting because I couldn't sleep. I was kind of just like, un- I was like, "Fuck, thirty, <laughs> I couldn't sleep." Um, and I was watching Cora too. That show got me hooked again. Mm-hmm. I never finished it, so that's why I'm trying, trying to like rush through it now, so I can watch uh, the other like other stuff. Other things. Yeah. Um, but I think as I was writing it and I'm like reflecting on it because I just posted it, so I was like I just read it again. I didn't read it the rest of it the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it stays true. Like the theme that I was trying to write about, like looking back my ten years, is just. Uh, relationships with people like not, it's not just romantic relationships with like partners and stuff but like even friendships and stuff I noticed how um, how small my circles have grown or small my circles have uh, uh, yeah what's the word like Is it become, grown? become gotten. Yeah, yeah gotten become and you know, I think I think at twenty slash nineteen slash twenty, uh, I was like a very, very extrovert, right? Like I was just like trying to make friends with everybody, uh, and I had like all these different friends, and like you know, I was like fuck top eight on MySpace. We need a top twenty. Like I need to add the plugin so I can add more people because I just need more friends on this because I'm just. But that's what everyone wanted, right? As yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you just want more friends. You want to show off. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and like I think social media was such a big part in my life. Uh, like I got into the whole YouTube phase, tried to be like Wong Fu, and uh, almost went down to LA to pursue an Asian YouTube career <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. It is. It's crazy. It is. Uh, and and so like I just I just always try to make relationships and always try to make friendships and stuff. Um, but you know, as I was like reflecting, I don't think I respected the relationships that I made uh, or the connections that I made as much as I should have, you know, like, I think, um, I think it got to a point where I was just like taking advantage of people, uh, in multiple ways, like taking advantage of people for like career, taking advantage of people for joy. Um, and it wasn't, and I, I always talk shit about those people, you know, cause again, I was in a YouTube like kind of arena a little bit. Uh, and then, like, you meet your 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 YouTube stars, and I'm not gonna name who, but you you meet these people that you looked up to, uh, and you're like, damn, these guys are like not cool, you know, That's like definitely. like they are not cool. I thought they'd be cool, and it kind of mm-hmm. like ruins, shakes that perspective of of everything of the people you look up to, um, and that facade, and then. And I became that person. Like I became that person that used people. I became that person that like didn't respect the connections I had. Um, and yeah, so I, I think tw- I think uh, my twenties, uh, and I'm fortunate to be a '90s baby because like you know mathematically it all <laughs> it all just yeah. kind of lines up. <laughs> um, so I guess like the whole it correlates, right? The whole like 2010s was my whole 20s uh and that's like someone's major development stage right like a guy's brain is supposedly uh fully grown at 25 26 um i was still a teenager 10 years ago and now uh, i'm not you know where i wasn't i guess a year after (laughs) 19 but uh (laughs) but like yeah your 20s is supposed to be so much experiences you're supposed to do right like 21 you're starting to drink uh, eventually you go to Vegas, then you can like rent your own car at 25 and, uh, you graduate college. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. Right. Uh, you're supposed to get a job by then, you know, you're supposed to have a family by 30 and that's like, I know that's not like not everyone's standard, but like, I think it's it's kind of like a Western slash Chinese, uh, expectations to have like a family around this time. And I don't, you know, um, and so I just I look back and I'm like fuck like I've I've I have fucked up so many relationships uh, again like romantic relationships and uh, platonic which I learned was not the right word. <laughs> um, what did you say? Platonic friendships. Remember when I like asked in the group chat, platonic friendships, and Nico was like, "Isn't?" Oh no, I think you or Nico oh, were yeah, like, yeah. "Isn't that like uh, you're interested <laughs> in something?" Yeah, and I was like, "What?" And I looked up, I was like, "Oh shit, I've been using this word wrong the whole my whole fucking life." Um, so regular friendships, not necessarily like platonic. Regular, yeah, regular a regular friendship. <laughs> Do you know what platonic friendships mean? I thought platonic friendships was like there was no feelings, like it was totally just like a regular a friendship. friendship. Yeah. But it's wrong. Platonic friendship means that there's potential interest, uh, like a potential attraction between people, but just nothing is done with it. I'm fucking stupid. So that's what Because Nika wrote that in the group chat, and I was like, I was like, huh? I looked it up. Here, I'm just going to look it up. I I mean, I believe you. I must have just gazed over that. 
Yeah, so yeah, that's why when she too. said that, I was like, I was like, fuck, I mean, it's worth the whole. So platonic relationship is a special emotional and spiritual relationship between two people who love, admire, and are committed to one another because they share common interests, values, similar worldviews, a deep spiritual connection, or share similar values and interests. Oh. So it sounds like a best friend. Yeah. Oh, how about this? A pl- okay. A platonic friendship is a possible... Uh, Platonic friendship is possible and can be very beneficial. The, the, the definition of platonic is an intimate, close friendship without sex. Usually the term platonic friendship is used to talk about a friendship between members of the opposite sex, but it can be used to talk about the same sex friendships. Oh. I guess okay. it depends. Because uh, I guess platonic, you, you use platonic friendship as just like non-sexual friends too, which is a general term. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So I guess it was not we're not using it wrong. I don't know the way that Mika wrote it and like the, the definition that I read. I was like, holy shit! I've been using this. I've been calling a lot of women platonic friendships. I was like, I hope, oh, <laughs> I hope people that know the dictionary doesn't think I was like coming on to them, because oh, I've met the opposite of that. Uh, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> Tangent aside, uh, I just I guess just looking back, there's just so many friendships that I've uh, I've hurt over the years or, or friendships that I didn't, um, I didn't keep, keep going or keep, uh, what do you call it? Keep groomed. Keep in touch yeah. Yeah. Keep in touch. Mm-hmm. Um, maintained like a properly maintained relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and cause I like, I hear so many different things and I think, so this is like the biggest thing I learned, uh, regarding relationships that I, that I hold now value wise is that try not to be like, you don't have to be friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. I think I was just mm-hmm. always such a people pleaser and I still am, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a different type of people pleaser pleasing now. Like now I just do it without having to gain anything from it. I think like before when I was trying to people please, I was like, yeah, I want them to be my friend. I want them to like, be able to like hit them up and do all these different things with them and hang out. But now like if I were to buy someone Boba for some for, you know example or, or whatever, I don't expect anything in return, nor do I want anything in return because I think it would be exhausting, but I'm just doing it just to, just to be nice. Just to be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to be nice. Whereas before, like I always felt like I need to get something out of it. Right. Um, and so all that to say, like, I think the biggest thing I learned is that my circles can be really small um, and just like the people in, in my smaller circle to develop those friendships mm. and just be like really intentional in developing it. So like when I talk to like you guys on like iPhones only um, or with Jesse or whatever, I, I try to be like really, really intentional of, of, of it, you know, and it's not like I take it for granted or anything or like, like, um, I'm not, I'm not getting anything from it where it's like, uh, like where I expect something from it. Right. Like when I, when I text you, Kiana, uh, it's like homies just texting each other and then like, um, but there's no expectation. Right. It's like, it's like if, if, uh, Mm -hmm. if, if, uh, if you didn't text me back right away, I'm like, fuck man, what the fuck is going on? Right. Like there's no expectation (laughs) because like, I know that I like, we're in this level of like this friendship where, uh, I know like when we get to, it, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just right. love. And if it's like something emergency wise, obviously like we can hit call each other 
And right. it's no, I think that's a big thing actually it's calling people. Life. It's <laughs> it is oh, like yes. I think Honestly, I, I think that's how that's how I gauge. <laughs> think about it. That's how I gauge how close I am with someone. If I'm if I'm able to shamelessly call them. <laughs> I think that makes like like if I like right now like I just hit you up and if you didn't if you didn't respond I probably would have called you like hey just uh, wondering if you want to do this right. uh, shamelessly like like I don't like you know because sometimes when people call like there's just uh, like you you don't feel like you're bothering me at all yeah and yeah. I don't feel like you're bothering me either yeah so it's yeah. like yeah and it goes vice versa yeah mm-hmm. exactly and so those are those are the type of friendships I try to build now. Um, you know, obviously, I think when I'm leaving in San Francisco, uh, I had I had like basically I had hundreds and hundreds of connections, and they just ended when I left San Francisco, um, for many reasons, right? For a lot of shitty things that I've done, but when that happened, I look at it and I'm like, what, what a blessing, you know? Like, <laughs> I know it sounds weird to some people, but like, what a blessing to lose all those connections all at once because then i felt no pressure anymore to to maintain them i didn't feel any pressure to uh work it out or like fuck are they are they expecting something from me like do they do they want to hear from me um do i need to do something there was no expectation i was literally here i didn't know jesse i didn't know you uh, I didn't know Lupe. Like, like I didn't know anybody. Like that first month was was very lonely, but also very blissful of a time because there was no expectations. Nobody expected anything. And this was me. the first time you're away from parents too. Yes. Yeah, and the first time mm-hmm. away, like living, like I I've lived away from them, but not like. Um, but with the knowledge that I was gonna move back, like it was like a like a two month, three month um, mm. work work type stuff where you just like live somewhere else, right? But you mm-hmm. still live in the same city, so you still see them. But this was the, you have the first time, to go home. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this was the first time where just literally for the first month before I started working at Beefit, it was just pure lonely quietness, mm. um, and that was something. That was like really something and you just kind of build on from there right then i got to meet you um through the mixes or i guess it was in the mix oh, it was mixes by then <laughs> yeah it was the mixes i don't remember how we it was something it was it was at uh uh casey and jess's old place yeah mm-hmm. that was the first time um we met and i met jesse uh the fall of that year 2018 when we had class with professor page Oh yeah, you sent me gifts every day. I did send her gifts, not like uh with a T, G I Fs. Yeah, <laughs> gifs, gifs, and gifts. Um, and then you just bugged me about things that you could have been able to find on the syllabus. I bugged her. That's how I flirted. <laughs> <laughs> the old flirting, like, hey, what are you? Uh, what's the answer on thir- thirteen? Lick. Yeah. What did you get? Um, study together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. Of, but yeah, so I I think uh, I know like I, I just go on a thousand tangents. But like, if I could tell my old self, I'm like, just don't worry about. I would tell him, like, don't worry about other people. 
you know, just don't, yeah. don't, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say don't waste your time. Cause like a lot of those connections were very fruitful though. Um, like honestly, like me, me and Jesse, uh, I wouldn't be the boyfriend that I am with Jesse if it wasn't for those relationships, you know? Um, and that's just the reality of it. You know, Jesse doesn't like me talking about my exes, but that's just the, re- <laughs> uh, that's just the reality of it. And that's how, like, I look at a lot of things, but at the same time, there's a lot of guilt, right? Just because of like my work in counseling now and looking like talking about trauma and stuff. I cause a lot of, a lot of shitty relationships to happen. And now like, um, like Kiana and I were talking about like, like cheating. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like saying how like everyone that I've cheated on now has a very different perspective of life. Cause now when they go out, they have to have a fear of, and I'm not saying I'm not, okay, sorry. I'm like fucking like saying this as if it's true for them. I don't want to like speak for them, <laughs> but I think generally when people get cheated on, there's a certain fear at that point of like, is my current dating relationship, are they going to cheat on me now? Because my right. ex-boyfriend cheated on me or my ex-girlfriend cheated on me, whoever it may be, right? Yeah. Uh, and that is something I need to continue to carry with me, right? Like I just feel so much shame and guilt with that. Um. And it just sucks, right? But you can't do anything. You can't, like, I can't, I personally can't do anything. I can apologize and then move on. Um, but, you know, for them, I don't know. I don't know it's what they need. Take away that pain. Yeah. And what, like, so, like, we, because we talked about Keon this week. Like, do you mind kind of sharing a little bit what you said about it? Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what the context of the conversation in general was, like, what it led up to it. But I think I basically said, like, I've been cheated on. And even though in my mind or, yeah, in my mind, like, I forgave them. And I was like, okay, it's cool for you to, like, go out and, like, have your friends and stuff. But at the end of the day, like, I was still getting jealous. Like, I was still getting mad. Yeah. And, oh, I was telling you that I blacked out the whole cheating out of my mind. Yeah, I only said that. I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Time. That was that was it. Yeah. So I didn't even realize that I was cheated on like a while ago because I blacked it out of my mind. But mm-hmm. like it made sense you saying that in that conversation because then I look back and it's like, oh, that's why I act this way with certain people or like this is why I'm this and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. That's fair. It's crazy. Yeah. And like people don't like um you know, I think, like, the science or, like, the, uh, not necessarily science, but, like, why do people cheat, right? Like, that's something you asked. Oh, no, you asked me the question. You, like, you said, did I, did I, did I tend to cheat on my girlfriends um, if I knew the relationship was about to end? Right. Or if you were not feeling, what, fell out of love, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my answer to you was, like, yeah, I, I tend to realize that, uh, I was cheating on people when I realized the relationship was about to end. And then I was too cowardly to end the relationship one. And then two, 
tell the person I cheated on them or end the relationship after I cheated on them. So you just continue. But you have an excuse now to like. Yeah. You just continue cheating on them or just continue this like lie of a relationship now because you've cheated. Um, And I think like, I think like what I would tell my old self too, and like anybody who's been in a, or who are currently in a relationship, that's where they're cheating. It's so freeing. It's so freeing not to have to hide or hold anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like with Jesse, I don't. I can turn my phone towards her. Like I don't give a fuck. She can like stare at my phone because I'm not doing anything, right? I think. I think when I was younger, I was always just trying to like tilt the phone away from. Yes. from people because yeah. i was like i was like i'm talking to someone else like i'm like romantically talking but now i'm like if i'm talking to you even if i'm talking to a girl and, and I, it's weird that jesse's here talking like even if i'm talking to a girl I, there's like no shame to it because i know in my heart i know in my heart i'm not doing anything i'm not trying to do anything i don't feel like doing anything like there's no um there's no suspicious thing, right? And then, like, I know they are just completely platonic friendship, whatever platonic means anymore. Right? <laughs> so, so it's like it's like there's no shame. There's no like there's no I need to hide this or something. And I'm like I try to be very open with Jesse, um, telling her I, how I feel or things like that. Um, and I try to be open, right? And then, like, I know I talk a lot of these things about uh, with you, Kiana, and like Ian and all these different people. Um. I think that's what I would tell my young self. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm thinking about I'm, like, thinking back how many times I just felt like I was always holding so much weight um, on these relationships. Like, I was just, like, again, just... I think even that little action of fucking having to hide your phone because you're embarrassed or you're shy or not shy. Like, you're embarrassed. You're ashamed. Ashamed to, like have your girlfriend see what you're like who you're talking to mm-hmm. um like even that action like not having to feel like that oh my god it's nine day mm-hmm. it's like night and fucking day um and like even even like i think like i was like telling i was telling kiana jesse <laughs> <laughs> i was telling kiana that like like I felt weird hanging out with, and we talked about we talked a little talk about this, but I felt weird talking about hanging out with other women mm-hmm. that wasn't you, uh, or it wasn't Kiana or Casey or you know someone that's like, mm-hmm. like close, right? Yeah. Um, and I felt weird about that because I was like, this is like kind of what the old me did, um, but the old me was doing it for. Like doing it shady, like shady wise, right? Whereas, like, mm-hmm. if I were to hang out with a guy or a woman now, um, I I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just I like I don't feel like they had to hide anything. I don't feel like oh, like I'm I like what did you do today? Oh, I just uh went somewhere, right? Like, I don't like mm-hmm. like that's why we used to always do. Uh, it's harder now because we live together, so it's harder to like. <laughs> <laughs> The, the other relationships i didn't live with them so that shit was easy but it's also different because we actually live together so i can't be like lying and shit um but also there's no there's no feeling to and i i also told jesse i was like if you want to hang out with dudes 
if you want to um like by all means and that's the trust there though right mm-hmm. like i think even like my female my um female my, my ex partners um even the ones that didn't cheat on me right like i've been cheated on uh two maybe three times i just i think it's like all pers- perspective of like if you think they cheated on you um, so that's why I, I think two or three times, but even the partners that I didn't cheat, that didn't cheat on me, if they were hanging out with guys, I got so jealous, mm. I got jealous. Uh, and then that's when I was saying that, like, that shows you more about yourself mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. that person. Yeah. Yeah. How you react to it. And that's true. And then we kind of talked about, uh, about like communities. Um, so we're saying like, you know, Filipino communities, yeah. Chinese uh, some Chinese, like people from Hawaii or like Christians or like spiritual communities, um, they they hang out one on one with like opposite sexes all the time without anything. Uh, I think generally oh, uh, though, huh? General, not general. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, general, not not uh, all the time. But there's no there's no like shame in that because there's like some type of like. Well, I felt actually. I, I I said this. Kiana didn't say this, so I don't want to like make it sound like Kiana said it too. But I I said that because uh, I see a lot of like uh, people in community doing that with no shame again because there's nothing to it. Um, mm-hmm. Churches are a little. I will say churches are a little suspect though, because I think a lot of dudes go to church to. <laughs> Oh, maybe church, is church is I, I, very church no disrespect to, no disrespect to my christian my christian followers there camp, yo but <laughs> i ain't gonna say anything else churches churches can be a little suspect uh churches are church. very suspect. but like like people in like small groups um I, yeah, like I can see, I can see people at church going one on one, just getting coffee, and talking yeah. about talking about God or something like that. But like, yeah. like there's there's like very platonic, right? Yeah. Uh, and like I I it's so it's it's like it's a normal thing, and I think in Western culture, when people do that, um, the people who get suspicious are it's because in the media it's always. It's always like, oh, if you're gonna hang out one on one with someone, it's because you have feelings. Um, is what Westernized culture teaches us, or it's because someone got cheated on at some mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. or they know someone that got cheated on, and they're like, "Are you sure? Like they've been hanging out with them?" <clears throat> okay, I will say though, if someone's been hanging out with someone like a lot, <laughs> oh yeah, like a lot, and depending what you're doing, like you guys are doing like skydiving or like or going to a club together, I'd be like, that's a little suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a yeah. you get you went from getting boba to to hitting up the clubs <laughs> like you you guys have relationships and you just hit the clubs together like that's a little suspicious i will a little uh vacation <laughs> exactly yeah you guys, go, right. you guys are on vacations together that's a little suspicious <laughs> so i guess context matters too <laughs> yeah yeah context definitely does matter <laughs> man but what, were you, what, what did you say about that what was your response to that kiana um to platonic or same same opposite, uh, opposite sex hanging out with each other or whatever whatever you're into um, oh yeah whatever you're into it doesn't have to be opposite sex <laughs> mm-hmm. i think i think looking back because i'm such an like anxious person mm. that like when i'm in relationships i get super clingy 
And so mm-hmm. I I try to like stop myself and then be like, oh yeah, go hang out with your friends, like go do you mm-hmm. to like give them their space. But then at the end of the day, I still get super jealous or. You're like, you're not happy know. about it still. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like, why do I need to feel that way? If I know, obviously know that they're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when it went into that whole cheating context as well. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I like that's... your self-awareness. Takes, I like your self-awareness. It takes a long time to, to get to that kind of space. What do you mean? Just of like being aware of like, I know that they need their space, but also I'm still really unhappy about this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like like getting yeah. to that spot, that's mm-hmm. that's really hard, especially after you've been cheated on. That, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. people won't admit that. Like, people will stop at the, I'll let, like, I just want them to be happy. I want them to do them. Mm-hmm. And then people stop there. But you know they're not happy. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you know they're, they're jealous and they're not happy, but, like, yeah. they won't say it. Mm-hmm. So I think what Jesse mm-hmm. was saying, like, for you to be able to say it, that's yeah. self-awareness. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's dope. But it's also, yeah. like, when am I backed off too much? It Like, when is it too much space? Mm-hmm. When can yeah, I be clean question. again? It's like, yeah. yeah. That is a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question for uh, for counselors to... <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for you know my I'm advice. Saying, that's I've seen a couple of days. I think you can mull it over. I'm oh. saying that, that's a that's a good question for uh, counseling interns to, <laughs> if we knew any, to, to answer that. I don't fucking work with couples. It's um, <laughs> not my thing. Yeah, that's that's always good. I, I think the biggest thing is just like communication. It's like what, because like like there's people uh, where you can sleep. You know, you can openly sleep with other people. Uh, what do you call it? Like um, open relationships. Open relationships, oh, polyamory. polyamory, right? Yeah. And that's not cheating because the conversation was there, mm-hmm. right? And then when there's a when someone starts getting jealous, then it's like, okay, that's a boundary. I gotta respect that boundary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to back off, yeah. right? But if if you know, like let's just say poly polyamory, oh, I can't polyamorous. Jesus. <laughs> People listening to this You're who are poly, poly in a poly relationship and they're like, this fucking guy is like butchering the shit out of her. He doesn't know shit. What's he speaking for us for? He can't even pronounce it. Um, I think people in poly relationships that I've met that uh, once someone starts feeling jealous, uh, they they have to back off. Because if they don't back off, then you're, then you're pushing the boundaries towards the cheating mm-hmm. part. Because they don't, because because not because both people aren't don't feel safe anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so that's that's where it kind of comes down to just like the communication. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I guess like the other part of the communication is like how far. Um, kind of going back to what you said, Kiana, about like how far do you allow someone like a partner to go? Uh, not like a leash, but like before you feel like you can be. Uh, clingy again, as you said, or or um, you're like, I don't know, show up when some guy tries to bear, buy or drink or some shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't date this girl, but when Jesse and I went out with the uh, Kapua, and we talked about the story all <laughs> yeah. the fucking time. I think. I think because I didn't. I wasn't dating Kapua. Like Kapua wasn't my girlfriend. I didn't give a fuck. 
But like her I was boyfriend like, doesn't care. Yo, I know. So that's like dope. I'm like, uh so basically this the girl Kapua, um, she got <laughs> She's so bald. I was laughing at this story. I thinking love it. her. She fucking got this dude to buy her a drink. And she's like, why don't you buy a drink for all my friends, right? But then, like, mm-hmm. I was standing to the side. So, like, it looked like all her friends were women. And then she said, Casey, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, that's awkward as fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love her. We're here for it. I all every time because we used to go out a lot. Um, her and I before I started hanging out with Casey, and um, she I always just I was like Kapua, it's it's your night. I can't do it. I'm not in the mood. I'm not ready. I'm not dressed for it. So every night that we went out, she always got us like free drinks, um, and we always got food. And then sometimes we got like our Uber paid for, or like her boyfriend would get off work and come and pick us up. And then he was just like, hey, babe, how was tonight? And she was like, we got free drinks all night. And he was like, okay, you want to keep drinking? <laughs> it was very sweet. They they have a very cool relationship. <laughs> yeah. I have, a, I have a question about that. So you remember the Joe Koi stand-up where he's like, yeah, go go out with your girls. And then he goes out with his guys and they both come home drunk. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> that happened to you you two jesse goes out like would you get jealous if she got fucked up off of other guys tabs oh that's a good question i thought you were gonna ask uh are we gonna have sex when we're both drunk like that part was hella funny that was really funny. like jesse and i watched that part just die like that part was just hella funny is it <laughs> is it in yet is it <laughs> I think is it. Um, that was funny. That's a good question. I don't know. I think I have to be in that situation. I think like like me, yeah. who who has so much trust in Jesse and is like at this, at just a different part of my life. I think like I want to say I don't care, mm-hmm. uh, but if it actually happens, I I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could because I I can for sure say I can for sure say I think. Uh, the other the the old no quote unquote old uh in the twenties Casey would have been jealous mm. for for mm. sure would have been jealous um but it's also like I think for me one I really trust Jesse and two I've become a little bit more disconnected from negative mindset unless it's about politics. And trolling online mm. <laughs> but like like i think generally i've just been like kind of disconnected from that uh of like having to be a protector having to be like uh mm. she's my property you know because she's not right um and i so i think like when i was able when i'm able to kind of leave that mindset of like oh my girlfriend is my property and like i need to take care of her i need to protect her um i i want to say that i i i won't get jealous but again, it's like it's like it's also I would ask questions, and I I don't think my mind's gonna start swirling and creating these scenarios, because um, then once that happens for a lot of people, that's dangerous. <laughs> once once you start creating mm-hmm. scenarios for yourself, like like if uh and and plus I'm not there, so I don't see it. Right? I think if I were there to see it, that um that like is just her and like just like really touching each other and flirting. Mm-hmm. 
then I'd be like, that's a little disrespectful because yeah. I'm here. I'm here physically and you're doing mm-hmm. it. That's different, right? Whereas like I'm kind of away. I assume she should be with her friends at that point just because I'm not, if I'm not there, I assume if she's, if she's at a bar drinking alone, I'm like, you got a little more issues than, uh, than, 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 than us because we, we're going to have to talk about this. Not, not, our, not us. We're going to talk about you. I don't know what you're doing there, but that's fine. Uh, you, you, love, you, like to, you like to get drunk, you know? <laughs> Go on, girl. Uh, so I think I think thirty year old Casey, my where I'm at, like right right now, even like twenty nine, even like if it happened a month ago, I want to safely, securely say, I don't I don't think I would have been jealous. Um, I don't think I will be jealous. Um, yeah. Would you Would you get jealous? If I got free drinks, all no. Night? no. No, no, no. Oh, you guys went out and Casey got drinks from a girl all night long, and you, but he went home with you. Well, I would be like, if you're buying him drinks, you gotta buy me drinks too, bitch. Like that's what I'm saying. Because right. I want. Oh wait, so the scenario, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's oh. just reversed now. But I didn't I, know I was there. No, but I would be like. I work three fucking jobs, girl. I want some free drinks. Like, if you're going to buy them for him, fine. But also, just include me because, mm-hmm. mostly because well, I just don't want to pay for this. <laughs> I think I was what if you were at home, too? What if you were at home, Jesse, and then Casey went out, got drunk off of somebody, off of a girl's tab, and came home to you? I would have been like, well, at least it wasn't my credit card. <laughs> Jesse is, Jesse is for sure one of the most, uh, out of all the people I've dated, she's like one of the most more open-minded mm. relationship-wise. And no, it's not disrespect to anyone I've dated, but I I think uh, culture-wise, I think too, just because a lot of us grew up in like conserv- more conservative Asian, Chinese uh, families and Christian families that uh, I think there's like expectation too. Like for Jesse to go to strip clubs like on a fucking weekday. <laughs> oh, when was that? Oh, it was a couple times. It was Acropolis. She does not like Acropolis, though. Well, it's it's got to be a cake obviously. I didn't like their food. Yeah. Well, my friends wanted. To. They were they were friends of mine at school, and they were really Christian. They're like, I've never been to a strip club, so I was like, all right, let's go. That's how I knew she was different. I was like, ooh, you different, different. Ooh, she down. <laughs> ooh, down for the cause. <laughs> I mean, yeah, strippers, they got to make their money. That's fucking, God, that's so smart, being a stripper. See, that's that's where I think, like, if uh, if she was at home and I was out, uh, most likely probably with my homies again, uh, and a girl was, like, buying me drinks, like, came out of nowhere, first I'd be like, what the fuck do you want? Because this never happens. <laughs> like, what kind of suspect? <laughs> like, drugging me? Like, what the fuck? I'm not a doctor Asian, I promise you. I'm a counseling Asian, so I don't make money. <laughs> so you, you, ain't, you ain't stealing shit from me, girl. Um, yeah, I don't, I think for me, I wouldn't even, I would try not to even put myself in that position. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that because that because Jesse's here. I think just knowing myself, um, I would try not to. But like I like I would be willing. And then again, I don't know how Jesse feels about this. But I'll talk about it. But like I'd be willing to go out with a friend, like a female friend that I know very well. Like I know that we're safe and whatever. Uh, and then dr- get drinks like that. Like if you and I were to get mm-hmm. drinks, or like uh, oh, even okay. me, Taryn, or. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever like jazzy whatever if we're just gonna mm-hmm. go get drinks like i i know that's whatever but if it's like uh 
a scenario was a strange woman, strange, not strange, a stranger <laughs> a woman, oh. I, I would feel a little bit more uncomfortable person. I would feel uncomfortable being in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was a stranger, yeah. I would probably ask questions. Not like to be like crazy controlling or whatever, but I've also been cheated on more than a few times. So I would just be like, oh, this is different. Yeah, and that's something I'm aware of, right? I'm aware that she's been cheated and she's um, had a lot of like um, not cool situations happen to her. And so because I'm aware of that, I don't want to put her in this situation where it's like, um, where like bring up anything, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good question, though. That's, I mean, that's 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 a legit. Question. I did I didn't know when you asked that that I would be there. Well, I mean, either way, I yeah. guess. Yeah, because I think if I was at home, I would like zero, like absolutely no care. I'd be playing video games. Like I would, <laughs> I wouldn't even be Let thinking about it. Thing. I would I would text sometimes. Like if I knew she was with girls, I mean, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. I would text sometimes just make sure she was, she was okay. Because like even. Gets because I know she gets a little nervous sometimes just being out, so like I just like make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I was there in a situation again, like I think that would be different. Mm-hmm. I'd be different. Like I don't want to say I would be. I think I would be jealous, um, but I wouldn't be like that angry jealous. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm drinking a lot of alcohol, which is another thing why I I, I try not to drink. Like, take shots at least, because shots fuck me. (laughs) Like, my thought process when I take shots is, like, nothing's there. (laughs) It's, like, it's, like, dangerous. So, but that was a good question. That was a good question. Speaking of Joe Coy, when are we going to actually see the motherfucker? (laughs) Never. I got got the refund, dude. (laughs) Oh, you, you did it? Yeah. Oh. You got your refund? Yeah, well, Ian, I knew Ian wasn't gonna, or, like, his chances were super low, because, like, that's when all the sports are coming back, because of COVID, so he was really busy, and I was like, well, I'm trying to save money, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, those places, I don't know, so. Sorry, I didn't mean to, like, get mad at you and be like, you return, they wouldn't give me my money back, that's why I was so confused, because I called them. And I talked to this very kind lady and I tried to cry so that she would like give me my money back. So I was like trying to sound like I was about to cry. And I was like, I don't know, like I'm going to school, like I'm so busy. And I just made up all these excuses and she was like, I'm really sorry, man, but we can't refund you. And I was like, well, fuck this. Wait, was this? This was in March, though. They they sent out another. Did you get it through Ticketmaster? Yeah. Mm hmm. Because they sent out another email in like July or August. Oh my god, I did not. That get you can get a refund because they pushed the thing back or something like that. You should just get a refund. Fuck it. Oh. If they're not, if y'all ain't gonna go, I don't want to go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Nika guys are going. I know I'm not going. Oh, sure. I should ask them actually, Casey and Lupe. Yeah. And Casey and Lupe. I should ask them. Um. But anyways, yeah. Those are things I've learned. Those are things we've all learned as we're kind of like talking about and sharing. Mm-hmm. Any other questions? Any other questions y'all like to kind of ask each other or throw out there? Uh, 
Jesse, you got anything? I got one, but if Jesse has one. Keanu, you go. Where do you hope to see yourself in like five, ten years? What What do you want to accomplish for the next decade? Like, what's oh, family for sure. Mm. I definitely want to have kids. Um, I'm even open. Like, this is how I know that I've I've kind of like quote unquote matured or grown up. Uh, I could see myself adopting through the foster system. Um, or just adopting through like an adoption agency. Like I, I think I'm more, I, I'm more willing to do that now than I was before. Uh, I mean, of course, it's always nice to see, you know, to know like, um, there's like a genetic birth if you're able to. Like for those who are able to, like you know, you you have a child that's genetically yours. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just so many just so many kids out there mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just so many kids out there in the world already that that don't have opportunities mm-hmm. uh, and just knowing so many people like kyla shout out to kyla who's um who will whose family was uh is it considered foster family when they kind of watched them out for a little bit like they're Sounds not like permanently she fostered them fostered okay so there's considered foster. Mm-hmm. like kyla had that experience um, a couple of friends from Nike and then my, um, my supervisor is going to be adopting. And so I, I'm, I'm more willing to do that. And so that's something I want to do in the next like five, 10 years, start a family, you know, get married by then, uh, have a career. Um, and I, and hopefully know where I'm going to be permanently. Cause you know, Keanu and I, we talk a lot about, um, real estate. He's talking about homes and shit. Look, look at houses, yeah, because there's like all these homes in Vegas. So Keanu, so Keanu said, I always send hella shit to Keanu. Keanu sent me some things. Like, Check this fucking place out in Vegas. That's crazy. Uh, but we talk about we get a pool. Yeah, yeah, the pool. We need a pool. I need a fucking trampoline. I'm not even gonna jump on it, but just cause, just to know that I got it. Just to know I'm flexing like that. Uh, I. I yeah, to have a to have a family, kids, and then a for have forever home, like how we talked about. Mm-hmm. Like for those who don't know what a forever home is, it's like a home that you you know you're not going to move out of. Like like yeah. this is your home. Yeah. Uh, and I know like the place that Jesse and I are at right now. You know, very blessed to and very grateful, obviously, to be here due to my family. Uh, but I know I know this is not it. Like this is not. You see, I mean, Kiana, you've you've been here. Like this yeah. is not a place where you can have a. Uh, a family in my opinion i think it's doable mm-hmm. like it's very doable obviously but like it's not where i want to have a family right in um so that's that's what i hope for next five ten years yeah. and uh or i guess what what do you want to accomplish this year this next year Ooh, 2021 2021 fuck not die by covid or <laughs> Or uh, any political reasons. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is that a Chinese guy? Get him. He caused the. <laughs> he no. caused this shit. Oh my god. <laughs> I was reading a report today that uh, ever since President Trump got COVID, uh, the threats and hate towards Asians, Chinese Americans especially, have gone up. <laughs> Yeah, there was like a fat ass increase. Oh my god! Um, there was like an official like study on that. I was like, oh shit, that's awful. People love Trump, dude. People fucking love like do or yeah. die. Like they'll fucking sacrifice their lives for him, and so they know 
he's harmed in any way, they're going to kill a motherfucker or two <laughs> for it. And that's scary. That's dangerous. You know, that's just, that's just uh, scary to know that that's a possibility mm-hmm. to die because I look the way I look. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to say? You like, can't control it. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't control it. Black people have been dealing with that shit for decades. Mm-hmm. Maybe even like a century even or two. <laughs> you know? It's been a hot minute for black people. It's been a people. while, right? And then now <laughs> Asians are finally saying like, holy shit. I could, I could go through this. <laughs> like this could happen to me. Yeah. So. And you're in Oregon. Watch out. You're in Oregon. <laughs> I've seen so many Trump flags uh, in our area. It's, it's like. Uh, it's pretty gross. But it doesn't. It doesn't scare me. You know, like it's not like intimidating. It's just like, oh, that's 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 interesting. You know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's interesting. That's very interesting <laughs> that I'm seeing all this. Because you know, no motherfucker gives a shit about. Uh, like they don't, they don't fuck with Biden like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, they, yeah. they like, yo, I'm gonna go and buy some Biden flags and shit. They don't <laughs> fuck with Biden like that. They'll vote for him, but they don't yeah. fuck with him like that. They fuck with Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you see Bernie bumper stickers <laughs> everywhere. I miss Bernie. So I don't know. It's interesting. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess in the next year, I just I want to be done with school. Obviously, when we graduate, which you're coming back to, I heard. Yes, sir. Oh, yep. Oh, either that or the brew fest. Yeah, on oh, the brew fest. Hell yeah. Either one, man. Hell yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I hope they graduate and like, uh, honestly, like if I could, if I could, I would not want to start working yet. I want to travel. Like I want to go to back to the motherland. Um, oh, oh yeah. We're talking about that. Yeah, that's that's a hope. You know, I want to go back to the motherland with my dad. Um, and that's, that's, you know, I think that'd be a really special thing if I, if I'm able to pull that off next year, cause you know, it's not, it's not getting any easier. <laughs> it don't get easier as the years go on, you know? So, um, uh, that's what I hope to accomplish next year. Graduate, travel. Um, yeah. and then after that, then, then start, start getting my shit together. Yeah. Work wise. Yeah. Yeah. Some big things coming up, man. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. What about you guys? What are you guys hoping to do in five, ten, in one year? Mm. Kiana, you go Jesse. first. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, in five to ten years. Um, Let's do one, five, and then ten. Okay. So. In one year from now, oh, I want to be done with my NCE, so I want to pass my exam, um, the first exam, and then I'll get, (laughs) and then I take my licensure exam. Um, So just getting that out of the way, because that's, I hate tests, so that's going to be really stressful. So I hope to get that done within the next year. Um, In five years, how old will I be? 29? Five years, I want to be married and have kids. At least one. See how I do after the first one. You want to have the kid? Yeah. I also want to, like, foster and adopt. Like, I want to do... I've always wanted to do that because I grew up... Like, my mom did that all the time. Like, she just took in, like, my friends. Like, my friends who are in the foster care system. Like, this girl that I used to be best friends with. Like, she just moved in after we graduated. And, like, 
she just and my mom just took in anyone and everyone um <laughs> so i i really i i loved that i loved having you know my siblings and like my nieces and nephews and my cousins and then like my friends always knew we had like this open door policy so i want to do some of that um and then i don't know i want to own like my own practice or let at least turn it into some sort of like nonprofit or something and work with like people who don't have access to mental health care and really just like spread that I've always wanted to do something more than just sitting in like a counseling room and so um just trying to figure out like what that something is because I've I've done a lot of like volunteer stuff with like domestic violence survivors and sexual assault survivors and I just want to do just more of that so in addition to a practice just trying to figure out how else I can make like mental health and and just holistic care accessible for people yeah Mm -hmm. oh me yes (laughs) uh in a year I hope to just be more established in Vegas like at least working mm-hmm. just have like a network of friends you know mm-hmm. i'm still kind of like trying to find my roots out here yeah um as for in five years hopefully invest in a house by then like casey was saying like a forever home kind of thing mm-hmm. um unless it's a um, a little van uh, oh that's an option too <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that we're like we if we can't buy a house we're gonna get like Vans, a camper van. <laughs> yeah, it's just dope. I heard that's and just, really like, cool. Road trip it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. As uh, ten years, I have no idea. Because I'm kind of at that point in my life right now. It's crazy to see. Because like ten years ago, I knew I wanted to become an athletic trainer, and that <laughs> was like my one goal for the past ten years. Or yeah, yeah the past ten years. Yeah. And now that I'm here, it's like what do I do with that? So I'm like playing with the idea of maybe changing careers or maybe even opening up my own clinic. I don't know. That's awesome. Well, there's like so many fucking sports teams moving to Vegas now. You got, <laughs> you got <laughs> options. You got the WNBA, you got the hockey team, you got a, the Raiders. Yeah. Yep. That would be fun. So, stuff in the air right, right now, but I relate to that. Ah, man. Crazy. Well, crazy, man. Dirty 30. I know I'm 40 minutes over 30 now, so. (laughs) So, or 24 hours and 40 minutes over being 30. It's now sunken in. But yeah, anyways... Appreciate you, uh, Kiana, for making the time, like always, and for Jesse. Thanks for having me. Always, always, anytime. Um, Yeah, we'll do this again. We'll figure out the next topic, and then we'll uh, (laughs) record some stuff for what to call this podcast. Oh, you know what? I've been wanting to hit you up for – I want to do, like, another, like, movie or TV review. Like, Mm -hmm. talking – you know, I don't know what, though. Let's say we'd choose some random shit. Um, I've been on the, I've just binge watched like the Haunting series. Ooh, I don't think I can get there. Netflix. 
That sounds oh. scary. Yeah. It's not. Like, is it supposed to be a horror genre? It's, uh, it's like horror thriller kind of. Yeah, I can. The 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 first one, uh, if I can handle it, I feel like you can. I think it's not even like um. I think like just part of me just is just turned off from, but like I'll watch uh, what do you call it? Like, like Midsummer, like Get Out. Uh, oh, but not like and stuff us I... like I, i'd see it but like, us even us was t- too much for me really yeah that shit was like creepy i don't like creepy shit was it like ghosts is that is that nah, not it's not like ghosts you haven't seen us no Ooh, Ooh, you should that. watch it it should... scared me you made fun of me all right if i gotta if i watch us then you gotta watch the one <laughs> <laughs> at least at least the most recent one of haunting haunting of bly manor i'll, I'll watch, watch it, it. All right, Jesse will make me watch it. I'll watch it. That one's pretty easy. Okay. I thought that The Haunting of Hill House was a lot more scarier. Oh, you know what I really liked uh, before was um, uh, American Horror Story. That was good. That's a good show. Mm. Have you mm. seen any of them? Mm-mm-mm-mm. I saw like the first episode, but I couldn't handle it. But like the weird <laughs> thing is like my roommates like horror stuff, so I've been like kind of peeking in every so often to see okay. if I can handle it. That's so right. I'm like kind of opening myself back up to the possibility again. The cool thing about American Horror Story um, is that every season is different. So like you can mm-hmm. watch any season. Mm-hmm. Like it's not connected. Yeah. Uh, but the whole season, the episodes are, are one big story. Yeah. And then, and then they use the same, uh, mm. they use the same actors and actresses um, for the whole series, like the whole series, but then every season they play a different character. Mm-hmm. That's how the haunting is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Is it made by the same I mean, people? Like, <laughs> they have they have um, like a handful of the same characters in each one, and uh-huh. then each each series is its own. Each season is its own, and then they have like some think, extra characters as well. I think I have oh. heard the show. I think it's made by the same people. I, I don't know. Guess take a guess who. Uh, who who the creators and directors and producers of uh, oh my god American Horror Stories? Just take a wild guess, like just or take a wild guess on like or what other shows they created before they uh, created American Horror. Yeah, before they created American Horror Story, what did they create? Can I ask if it's been on FX too? No, it hasn't. Or as oh, it was a huge happened. show though, like huge. Can I ask what network? Uh, Fox. How I Met Your Mother. No, Fox is not. Or How I Met Your Mother. Oh. Fox. Okay, I'll say this. Four, wait. Three of the main characters have died in real life. The Simpsons? No, it's Glee. No. Wait, oh, what? Yeah, the That's people who created Glee can, oh, uh, created wow. American Ryan Horror Murphy? Story. Ryan Murphy, yep. Oh, dang. Ryan Murphy and the other guy. I never know the other guy's name. My bad, the other guy. <laughs> but they both they both created uh, American Horror Story. Holy shit. Yeah. So that's why that was like a huge uh, jump <laughs> for people yeah. like, oh, what the hell? Like, that's very <laughs> different. That's yeah. a weird jump. But yeah. All right. That's the deal then. I will. We will watch a. Uh, you find time to watch us. You can use my account. We have us. Um, 
and then we'll watch the haunting. Which one again? The not the the latest. You can episode? choose either one, but but what's the, the series? Black Manor one. Black so Manor. Okay. Black Manor is more like told as a story. Oh. And okay. then the 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 first one, the Hill House one, is just like its own show or whatever, like a regular show. Oh, I knew oh. it. That's interesting. Yeah. I I used to be able to watch like ghost and horror stuff in like high school mm-hmm. and then I got to my undergrad and I was just like I can't do this anymore. I can't do yeah, this live. motherfucker <laughs> created hella haunting or scary movies. Mm. The fun. one thing the one thing I like about uh the series is like it kind of gives you like a background into the characters. Mm. Or it's like a like, like an... it'll play present and then go back in the past and do all that kind of stuff. I like oh, that. so it's like just more than like blood and ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Oh, I didn't know hor- uh, American Horror Story is still going. Yeah. It's on like... I thought it was canceled. still going, though. No. But yeah, the two people is uh, Brad Falchuk and Ryan Murphy. They both created Glee together. Mm-hmm. Dang. Dang. Oh, they Did they create Pose, too? Oh, uh, which, which one? Pose. Yes, they did Pose, which is still going. Mm-hmm. They created um, uh, The Politician. They created uh, Scream Queens, which I know was kind of popular for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Leah Michelle starred in that. Yes. Ariana Grande was in there, too. Emma Robbins, Roberts or whatever. So they created that. But, okay, that's a deal. And then if not, if you want, we can uh, watch Cobra Kai together. If that helps oh, you get no. into it. I and maybe can't bring myself to watch. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me every time I'm not going to do it. I love Cobra Kai. Dude. No, don't tell me that. Anyone who watches it, like, like we went into it, like, not giving a fuck about it. But anyone yeah. who watches it, like, ends up liking it. I haven't. I, I haven't even seen. I've seen bits and pieces of Karate Kid too. I haven't yeah, actually. Yeah, that's the thing. Watched... You need to watch the movie. Like you just have to, like they show so much flashbacks of the movies. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, my friends that uh, have watched Cobra Kai that I've talked to, they're like, "Dude, I'm so hooked." Because then every yeah. episode has a crazy cliffhanger. Uh, mm. It's not crazy, but it's like enough where they kind of just like suck you in. And because it's Netflix, that shit just keeps playing. Yeah. <laughs> for <true>. you. <laughs> but all right, how, that's how long are the episodes? How long? Yeah. It varies. Like 30 minutes. It varies. It's about 30 minutes. I think average is about 30 minutes. Yeah. I guess I could do it. Shit. You should just watch like one and then we'll watch, we'll watch, uh, fuck, I forgot. What's it called? The Haunting. Haunting. Sorry, I'm texting my dad. That's okay. Um, Wait, which one? So I'm watching Us. You watch Us or Cobra Kai? <laughs> Alright. And then we'll watch Haunting and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. You know, I would rather watch us and I think that says a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That 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 does say a lot about (laughs) fucking how much you hate Cobra Kai, goddamn. Okay. I don't like Cobra Kai. But I would rather watch that than Cobra Kai. I get that. Did you like the karate kid? <laughs> Danny, Danny, what's Danny Ralusa? Danny Larusso. Danny Larusso. Oh wait, you like you like Danny? No, you don't like no. Yeah, 
I like him a lot better, yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, when you watch Cobra Kai, you'll be surprised. Mm. I was like, I haven't even watched Karate Kid, and this has changed my life. A lot of people who who uh, like Danny end up not liking Danny. <laughs> Danny's a up, dick. Huh? They end up Danny siding, is? They end up siding with, what's his name? Uh, Cobra Kai? Yeah, they end up siding with the Cobra Kai kid. I don't remember what his name is. <laughs> he doesn't even know his name. <laughs> I, name. I watched two seasons of it. I just call him Cobra Kai. He's funny, though. He's a good actor. They're, they're cool. Um, mm. But anyways, yeah, just thank you again. We'll 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 do that. We'll uh we'll watch the the shows and then we'll we'll regroup. Yeah, this again. But thank you, uh, Kiana, for being a part of another episode of Dating Digital, uh, celebratory of the special day. Um, glad you were part of it. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, anytime. And uh, for those who don't know, Kiana is... Have you been on a Dating Digital episode yet? Pretty sure she has. Oh, we did record it. I just didn't... I haven't edited it yet. Yeah? No? I don't know. It's the LGBT. Mm. But I haven't... Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't... I feel like I did more of a... What's it called? This podcast podcast? We recorded a lot of what to call this podcast podcast. That one was like the fun, no pressure one. <laughs> With this one, I feel like there's some type of uh, unspoken pressure for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. But anyways, um, I'll probably just upload this episode tonight. And uh, thank you again for this uh, this crossover podcast of Dane Digital and what to call this podcast podcast because <laughs> of all the shit we talk about. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you, Anna. Thank you.